Last week, the party was in the middle of saving the Goldnock village, or at least trying to, from deadly leeches from another world. Will they succeed? Find out here today on Dungeon Boys. We pick up right where we left off last week. Nice. Roll, a, yeah. <laughs> Roll a dexterity saving throw. Alrighty. Um, there's, I got is this hive dynamite shaped? It is, it, is, <laughs> it is pulsing and dark. Emanating darkness, if you will. You can't even see the hive. You're just slapping your hand against it. Okay. You can feel as if like it's a bunch of two foot, two feet long, you know, six inch wide ropes tied together. Pulsing. Okay, um, I got a 23. A 23. You you are able to pull your hand back before anything grabs onto it. But you feel down there in the darkness. And also, like, the way that all the light is shining, uh, the magical light, it doesn't illuminate. Like, eventually, as you start to dig, it's like your hand disappears, right? And there's just mm-hmm. the, this hive emanating that darkness down there. But you have found the source. Cool. Cool. Hey guys, I found a source. <laughs> Great. Blow I'm, it up. I'm probably going to use dynamite to blow it up. <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. You're going to need to run. I've created monster dynamite monsters. Oh, it gets better. Keith. I've got plans. Okay. At least a limited number um, of them. It's the leech. It's the leech's turn. The that leech has run away from you in fear. The hive is pulsing against you. Um, the leech on Jack's hand is going to, you know, try to try to clamp down and do some more sucking from your arm. Um, That's not going to work. Roll a, roll a, since you're trying to shake it off again, let's roll like another strength check to see if you can get rid of it. Roll Because normally you're not having to roll the constitution check, but let's roll a strength to see if you can fling it. Disadvantage still? Uh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I got a nat 20. Did you? Yeah. The, nice. With the disadvantage, it's uh, 13 plus 4 is 17. Um, Ty goes to the runner. So you, uh, you're able to shake it loose. You fling it. It you know, comes off of your hand and drops onto the ground. It is detached from you. It's going to take a turn to be disoriented. The leech next to uh, Eros... Knowing that there's fire and light over there is going to move closer to the darkness and possibly try to find any stragglers. Well, if we need if we need it again, <laughs> just call it right there. It's Which one was away. that one? I don't know. The one the that got deleted on Eros, right? Yeah, the one that was on Eros is moving down there too, towards maybe the crowd of people that are trying to get saved. I, Did he I take his D10? I haven't. It has not taken his D10 yet. Ooh. Roll it. Roll, 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 roll it. Nine. 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 A lot of nines. Nine. 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 And the voice of Owen Wilson. Nine. Nine. I can't do it. Wow. 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 It's definitely a wow. Nine. Wow, Loki. <laughs> Alright, just show this episode brought to you by Disney and Loki. Um, <laughs> it's not, though. And Duke's anyway, Barbecue. And Duke's Barbecue. Um, okay, it is now Kate's turn. Um, Kate shouts, Is everything alright in there? No noise, just an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer. Um, I'm not going to. Yeah, so, I can't. yeah, you can't. 
Eros, unfortunately. Well, I feel Arlo. like she knows everything's not all right yeah. in here. Arlo, what's up? Huh. All right. I see that she's getting attacked by the other dude. The other dude has a leech upon him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what I can do about that leech. All right. Just take this spear. It'd be one of them thickens. Ooh. A juicy one? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to touch it. That's a 25 to hit. That will hit. And then 12 of those damage. 12 damage on against one that is weakened by its girth. Plus 6. You need not. Ooh. For as you touch upon it, it sizzles and falls off dead. And the, the Golnock feasting upon this lady's now dead body. He's got issues to deal with now. He just flops down on top of her. Barely twitching. Okay. Did I see Jack get his dangler? Remove. His what? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a leech on his arm. Uh, if you turn to look over there, you will notice that he no longer has a leech attached. He's just got a shriveled up right arm. Okay. I ain't doing nothing with that. <laughs> what we got with five and three over there? Uh, that's... This is the leech that he knocked onto the ground. Yeah, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, and the third one we're going to say has reformed as part of the hive, which Ooh. is down there. And we're just All right. a, a different of the same thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, big boy. Okay. Um, has the hive been excavated sufficiently? Um, well, you heard... It did. It's just like you... You got like a little opening and you feel it. Um, whatever. He describes it. But did he, would he have heard me say I'm Yeah, he would have heard Grim shout that he wants to blow it up but cool. that he found it. But like you've got to, you just dug it out with your hands so, you know, you don't have the whole thing revealed. But you can tell it's a big old pulsing mass of these leeches. Cool. So, can I wave to Grim? Can he see me? Can I? I'm a couple feet down, right? I'm imagining Grim is on like hands and knees with this yeah. thing in front of him. Like he's focused on that. Yeah, I wouldn't say you can probably see him unless you like, call out or something, or he can't see you. Okay. Well, I don't think you speak Ignan, so. Sadly not. <laughs> oh, I speak I'm just going to go over to number five, and I'm just I'm just going to like. You okay? I'm going to touch it with my no, foot. I'm going to stomp on it. Stomp on it. I'm going to stomp. You've only used Grim's. one touch so far. Yeah. Well, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That'll hit. 10 plus 6. So All 16. Right. 10 plus 6. And he is on fire. Excellent, excellent. Engor- At this point, engorged by blood from Arlo, or from Jack, as well as the other ones, it was engorged in its weakened state. You stomp upon it. It fizzles to death as well. Burns away. It le- its leachy body is dead. You exterminate it, exterminate it well with fire. Um, now, really, the only problems that you have left within within your sight would be Eros, who is lying dead on the ground, and maybe if you look, you, no, it's in that is it's out of your magical light sphere, so you can't see this other leech heading away. Wait, hold up! Didn't you put a rock near me? You dropped, like, you put it down? I dropped it, like, right here, and then I rolled one over here. Yeah. So this, I mean, you you should be illuminated. Yeah, Eros is illuminated. That leech is not. It's moving away. How dare you? Oh, the one close to the edge? Yeah, it has moved into the darkness where it feels safe. Whose turn is it? How much more movement I got? Um, you yeah, you move, like, what, 20 feet? 20 feet. Okay. I'm going to get up close to where 
Grim is at. And I'm just going to end my turn there. Not in their space, just close by. Gotcha. Like, as close as I can get without lighting some on fire. How's that? Excellent. Sounds good. Um, it is now booby booby. Can I, I want to like, can I do like this? I just want to like Back indicate. Up. Yeah. I'm still looking down. But that's, that's how I'm in my turn. I'm just like. He's yeah. like standing over you now. Yeah. Yeah. You would notice his big heats next to you. Um, but we'll deal with how you guys handle that in just a moment. It is now uh, Eros has turned to roll a death saving throw, buddy boy. I would probably do it just by clicking on your health. You roll a 1d10. Let's see. Um, no, it's yeah. just a 20. Sorry, d20, sorry. You, if it get, if it's yeah. 11 or above or 10 or above? Um, uh, 1 to 10, 11 through 20. Yep. Yeah. Seven. No Oof. fail. That's one fail. Two more of those and you're uh, dead forever, Eris. Yeah. I could bring you back as a gnome. I'm just saying. Man, also, yeah. you can palpably yeah, feel how like how tough you guys oh, yeah. consider okay. that you are. So you just no one click concerned. the skull <laughs> and then it brings it up. So you've got I don't I don't want to like fail. make it worse. You know what I mean? Um, you guys hear a sputter from Eros's body. Uh, he's, you know, he's dying over there. Um, Grim, it is your turn with the hive. I look up to Arlo and I motion it like, what? What What do you want to do? I, I can't take an action. I think he wants to jump in it or something. Jump in it. You get free, one shot, big man. Free action to thumbs up with like a little fire on top. Um, you do that. And that's that's what I, I point up at you and I say that. You've got one shot. If you can't do it, I'm going to blow it up. And then I jump Another out. thumb. Okay. <laughs> um, Comes out of the first thumb. <laughs> while, while he's doing that, I'll go just pick up... Well, I'll just go... Uh, do I know Eros is down? Well, yeah, was, you can see him from okay. where you're at. Like he's... Um, so I've got like 40 feet of move... Or 50, I guess, I'm going to buy Jack. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go over there and do... Um, CPR. Basically, <laughs> I'm going to do what Blood is called Healing Hands. Oh, um, you have that? As an action, you can touch a creature and cause it to regain a number of hit points equal to your level. So that's 10 hit points, 11 hit points for you, big man. Ooh. There you go. It's, a, it's an awesome thing. I can do it. Eros, you're back alive. It is an awesome <laughs> thing. And With 11? 11. With 11 yeah. HP. You're hurting bad. Your leg hurts really bad. You have no memory over what's happened in the last few moments. I'm pretty sure the last memory I've had is just, it's on my leg. Your, it? your mouth tastes like, like blood and skin. Um, I'm also going to pick him up. Okay. I'm going to carry him like a baby. Grim's picking you up now. <laughs> better, better you than me. Wait, I have consciousness? <laughs> or you, are, you are alive, awake, and conscious. Okay. How about the other lady? The lady that he bit? Yeah. Got her in the jugular. Mm. Mm. She bled out. Right in the jugulator. Mm. Oh, I can feel myself again. Actually, I don't know if I can feel myself again. <laughs> yeah, you're alive. You're alive, yeah, conscious, I'm pretty sure, okay. and so having your own yeah. body. I'm pretty sure this leech didn't break anything, so I'm, I'm still... Yeah, you just got healed. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. like, it's not like I broke anything. Okay. Feeling yeah, like a million bucks. Yeah, I know that. Okay. Um, that being the case, with Grim's turn, it's now Arlo's turn again. We're going to skip over Kate. She's doing her thing out there. <laughs> Are we doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm just going to jump down in the hole. All right. You jump down in the hole. That's it. That's my whole thing. I just jump down in the hole and I like try to like fill out and feel out mm-hmm. as much of that space as I can. You do. You shimmy down into the hole, burning away these you know these leeches. They can't bite you. You're made of fire. What a counter, really. What a counter to these things. You you slip yourself inside the hole and like the hole is fairly small. You your your fire arms are like digging it out and you you're now covering the whole hive inside your chest. And you can feel them screaming with gurgled streams, screams through this fire. You're sitting there holding on as the as the leeches burn and fizzle away. The darkness around everyone is pulsing, but it's pulsing inward and it's pulsing really fast now. It was like a calm heartbeat. Now it's like... But with every heartbeat, it gets smaller and smaller. There are leeches falling out of it and fizzling out of out of existence as you burn them away. The smell is absolutely disgusting. I was about to say, I'm standing right over it. How's the smell? Yeah, the smell is uh, atrocious. The and then there's of, the leeches, too. Yeah, the Ugh. smell of burning blood, the smell of burning hair, it is... It is horrible, but the, eventually the darkness is comes down, comes down, comes down, and the last few leeches burn out of this hive. Uh, nice. And you successfully destroy the hive by consuming Woo. it with your fire elemental body. I did a thing. And we are out of combat for now. Can I say. climb up There's out the leech hole? Left. There is one leech left. Yeah. Can I climb up out the hole and deflamify? You are you're welcome to do so. Cool. So we're gonna call the ourselves out of combat for now. Um, May I conversate? Of course. Yeah. We're, yeah. Good. Go for it. Graham, what was you doing down that hole? I I saw a leech uh, dig its way down, and so I wanted to see what was there. Found okay. a hive. You didn't mention anything about the dynamite. He was saying that before. He, oh, he, he was, did? He, he said he was going to blow it up if you couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. You sure? You, wait. You got some more of that dynamite? Maybe. You going to blow it up for good measure? Uh, I walk over there. What is it, it, how does it look? Just It's just like a weird, sticky, gooey, hot, burny mass of blood and flesh. This is inside, all No, inside the dirt. <laughs> You're standing in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I'm pretty sure I'm still with Grim. He, yeah, you well, are. I'm okay, so I'll be like, "Wait, Grim, there's yeah. still a, there's still another leech." Shoot it. Well, I'm, I don't know where it is. <laughs> as you as you say that, you hear three arrows come from come from Kate behind the rock. Kate was standing by. All, all of them miss. All, no, no, all, all three of them go finding, straight into Arlo. <laughs> All three of them find their target. She nails that final leech to the ground, and it it sizzles, it it, uh, it screeches to death. And she says, "Is that what did all that?" <laughs> more or less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a few more. I think Ar- Arlo's still swinging a little bit. He's nodding. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Jack's got one bleeding purple arm. In a row. <laughs> I'm gonna so, take the tourniquet off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zenus, you said I could do first level spells as second level spells, correct? Yeah, as long as you have second level spells, okay, yeah. Then. I'm gonna cure wounds myself. Then. So that's gonna be. Yeah. It'll tell you right here at higher levels if what you use. Um. So it should be like two d eight. Okay. Then. Or whatever. So that is six. Three, so that is nine plus your um, 
Because we're doing healing and math, it's time for a word from our sponsors. We don't have any special corporate sponsors today, but this episode is brought to you by Numbers. Without Numbers, combat, healing, stats, or any of the other things we do around here would never be possible. So today, take a moment, think about your favorite number and all the other ones, and be grateful. Okay, back to the episode. We stopped to make a calculation, but John got 22 health back. Eros did... Even though his mouth remains, he's got someone's flesh between his teeth and blood in his mouth. Um, like, in character, I was going to tell Graham, Graham, hmm. I think I might have got them all, but I don't know. If, if we're going to blow this thing up, I say let's do it. Now, do remember the cave is rumbling and not very happy with us right now. So if from, over, from over your shoulders as well, as you're saying that, you hear, can we get out of here? You're gonna to need to light it and run. You can do both. Um, we don't do We still have the bear, so. Yeah, yeah. Kate's got the bear. Um, I want to take like one quick look and see if there's anybody else we can save, or if they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> anybody we want to save. Anybody that's left within the radius of that darkness is in a state of extreme disrepair. Okay. Um, Meaning dead. <laughs> <laughs> let's. That clarifies. Yeah. Let's all get ready, and then I will. Uh, Light it up. Yeah, whatever this was, it, it weren't natural. It, I don't, I, I do not like what this, I don't know what this is. I don't like what it is. I don't think no one does Arlo. Mm. Arlo. Flame, please. Create fire. Okay. Arlo creates fire. I'm holding, I'm holding dynamite, waiting for everybody to get assembled. With a fuse about down. Okay. <laughs> so, waiting for everybody to get assembled in what way? Um, so they can, we can all leave. I'm okay. Like, everybody. Kate is with these people on the outside of the on the outside of the village, ready. How long does the 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 thing burn for? Thirty seconds. Okay, it's fine. Um, that's plenty. Jack of time. Eros, you two go get with Kate. I will. I'm run. Arlos, I run and I will uh, take care of this. Um, Explosion! Here. Don't look back. How we're doing this? <laughs> um, get on my back, and and I'll carry you, and we'll, hey. we'll do that. So I like cross I like you and let you like get like piggyback. Uh, I'm like actually, a spider monkey, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over there with them for the increased speed. Ooh, ten like feet. That. That's good. That's good. Um, ready? I got like one hand. I'm like clinging on like spider monkey <laughs> style with like the one hand with a, a fire in it. I nice. raise up the dynamite, light it. Stick it in the mud because I don't want okay. it to fall over and diffuse. From and do it. I'm like kicking my heels, yeah. like run, run, run. From outside of the town, muffled by the sounds of weeping and despair, Kate says, "What? What? What are you guys? Are everybody hold hands?" And she gets everybody to like grab onto one another, and she grabs onto you know a lady next to her as everyone is touching each other, um, and she's like holding this teddy bear and like you know you can tell that she's thinking really hard trying to figure out how to make it work as you guys are running towards her arrows you arrive first i assume because i think you're heading this way and not back towards them yeah uh kate looks down at you with like her eyes are wide i'm completely fine like almost afraid of you a little bit like you've got like blood dripping out of your mouth (laughs) and like your eyes are really bloodshot and there's like blood leaking out of your eyes and she like you know 
her hands are hooked inside of someone else's and she like sheepishly holds her hand out so you can grab her hand. Okay, okay. In my defense, the leech took Yeah, I know that the leech took You have no idea what you had, what you did. Okay, then. You okay so in my defense, At all I... At this point, Grim just like, yeah. we run up, grab him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> yeah. In my defense... So, yeah, there you go. That cuts, cuts you short. Everybody grabs on and she like figures out how to make this thing work and you guys... Or not... Pop into that extra planar dimension that you popped into whenever you traveled to Melora's Quiver. Um, you again feel as though you're moving 10 trillion miles an hour and nowhere at all at the same time. You're surrounded by gray, swirling magics, shapes, and things passing through. You can tell that you're moving quickly across the world. Uh, you know, as as Kate is holding this bear, her eyes are like glossed over, and you can tell that. You can't see her pupils, but you can tell that she's like looking around and fi- trying to find exactly where everyone is supposed to be. And after a few moments within this, you happens again, and you all flop to the ground um, with a flash of light around you. And everybody roll a Constitution saving throw. Actually, I'm gonna use my dice. This, I'm not. I don't want to use my dice. You know? Yeah, you use your. Hey, eighteen plus twenty. What are we rolling? Constitution. Okay. Okay. 18 We're plus 2 is no, Yeah, that's just one. Yeah, it's yeah, 19, 18 plus 20. 20 ain't gonna fly. <laughs> no, no. There's no way you got possessed with a 2020 <laughs> modifier. Yeah, I, I'm weird that long. I got 20. Yeah, I got well. 19. Okay. 23. Dang, good job, guys. I'm the little man on the toilet pole. Kate and the Golnox oh, are not as lucky. You guys, again, display your prowess as adventurers. The rest of them, Kate falls to the ground. <laughs> on her hands and knees and just completely loses everything she had in her stomach. <laughs> Throws up on the ground. Aren't you glad Arlo kept his? The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Golnocks yeah. the, the the fall to the ground as well, many of them weeping and crying and vomiting all at the same time. This is the absolute worst day of their whole existence. Um, you know, a, a race devoted to being in one place and guarding a storeroom uh, completely destroyed by some sort of extra planar leech. Uh, they're, va- they're traveled through space and time, uh, causing them to be extremely sick. Uh, they've lost family members and everything. They just are on the ground, many of them rolling around in their own blood and vomit, having a very, very bad time as you all... the, the lot, Your eyes adjust and you are on the property of the full hammer mine again. Outside the main house on the lawn. How many did we save? Uh, when you turn around and count, looking back, you you it seems as though you saved uh, fourteen Golnox. Grim um, gets to work, like picking them up and kind of yeah. trying to clean them off a little bit, and he says, um, "This has been an objectively objectively terrible day for all of you." There's no denying that. Your home has been destroyed and ransacked, and many lives have been lost. Great pep talk. (laughs) I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and I'm not going to lie to you. Um, There's really nothing there for you anymore. But we've brought you here for one, to save you, and for two, to potentially give you... Jobs. Another... Um, Well, not jobs, but like... Put my hand on. (laughs) Another chance... um, to live again, and for your people to survive, do they know about? They don't know about Full Hearts, I assume. They they've been underground okay. for like <laughs> a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, the people here, uh, the full hearts, they, they're who we work for, and they will take care of you. You'll be free to stay, free to leave, do as you please. As you speak, you detect that there w- you saved two adult men, uh, three adult women, and the other, uh, what is that? The other nine are all kids. Ouch. That you saved. Um, and these people, like, they're listening to you. They, uh, they're, like, just trying to gather themselves on the ground. Like, they're just, you know, all bunching up, talking to one another. Trying to deal with that. Can I, for the, the six that are the worst off, I'm going to do mass cure wounds. Okay. So, they'll just get 11 hit points. Okay. So. Um, one of the, whenever they get the 11 hit points back, the guy who you saved, Jack, uh, he stands up in front of the rest of them and he says, What? What were those things? What happened? We have... Hold on. I want to take out the journal <laughs> and open it up and see what they are. Um, inside the jor- the journal. Also, um, I take it I see that there's entry for the uh, thing we killed before. Yes. God, literally. You thing. do. Um, but in this journal entry, written, it's written in a language that you don't recognize. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's it's 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 written in the same, you know, the language that you do recognize, the God Lich entry, that where you killed Maradin's Lich form or whatever, is in there. On the next page, uh, is an entry for seemingly these leeches, but it's written in characters that you've like never seen and in a way that doesn't make a lot of sense. It, the information is grouped. It seems like in the same like you have a big words for the name and then. You know, the organization is similar, but it's in a language that you just haven't seen before. I want to show it to the Golnock guy that was speaking. Uh, do you recognize this language? He shakes his head. No. Well, this is an enchanted book. Anything that me or I have a hand in killing, it is deposited in this book so that I can further understand the things we hunt. And this is what it gave me. Normally, it is written in common, but not this time. Did, did you find them in the in the storeroom? No, they appeared as soon as we got up. Well, they were already attacking by the time we got up from the storeroom. Where did they come from? I take it they came from underground. They came from the ground. But they didn't come up until after all the shaking and the earthquakes. I see. Mm. Well then, I fear they may have... Um... In the tardigrade things that showed up, the eight-legged pig things, mm-hmm. are they in there? Um, no. They're not. Okay. Mm. You didn't necessarily kill those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... It could be... We saw some strange things after the collapse began... And it's possible that those creatures were pulled in from a world outside of our own. Okay. It is nothing you could have accounted for. You did nothing wrong. It's... He stands up and looks at the four of you. He's like, 
Thank you for saving those of us you could. It was no trouble. And he turns back around to his family, and as you are, like, is the people, uh, and as you guys are having this conversation, um, coming out of the, uh, out of the house, out of the, the full hammer manor there, um, from the mine is your old friend Albert Fullheart. Um, he comes. Seen you in a while. Yes, he comes out of the house and he's saying, "You, you're back so, you're back so soon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What is this?" As he sees everybody. I'm a full heart. Yes. Hello, hello, Arlo. What a. What have you brought back? What what are the what are these people? The Gulnocks? Yeah, Gulnock. Uh This is the. This is what remains of the Gulnock tribe. Um, we met them outside of Morden's storeroom. Uh, they were sort of keepers or protectors of it, uh, giving trials to see who was worthy to, to go in. Um, we were successful, and, and we found Morden's tiny orb, but on the way back out, their village was under siege by some type of leech uh, with mind-altering properties, and... Uh, what once was a mighty village is now reduced to 14 members. He uh, looks at them all. He he goes and, like, goes over to someone and, like, one of them and touches their shoulder or whatever, and he looks up at you and he's like, I guess there's always a cost. And he looks down at Kate. Kate rolls over and she says, I guess there is. Wait, this is Albert? Yeah. He's a gnome now, isn't he? No, not no, not, was... in, not in this timeline. Oh, okay. Remember, we had to we go we went back and restarted season two, and gotcha. he was successfully returned back to himself. Um, Could have been a handsome devil. But uh, he moves but no. he moves over from one of the gold knocks, and he says, "Oh, Kate, you've returned as well." He says, "Yes, I I made it back. I'm gonna go find Torque." But the, yes, yes, by, by all means. And she stands up and like pushes. Justine's teddy bear into Albert's chest and like just stumbles off towards the house, um, and he says, "I'm I'm so sorry, all of you, that this good thing cost you so much." Like you said, there's always a cost. Hey, Kate. Wait, is it the she's Kate? leaving? You are. Yeah, she's walking away. You waited point. right till she left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt the moment. It's like, oof. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Albert, sir. Yes, Arlo. These are good people here. They, they obviously ain't got nowhere else to go. You think you might have a spot for him here? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. And he like motions. Um, she he motions towards like the barracks and the, where everybody works and stays. He says, I, "I need some help over here. Some come, c- come help these people, please." And so a few people come out of the those houses and they're being you know gathered around and and picked up and. People are ushering the children off to these homes, and you can tell they're going to get the the help that they need right now. Cool. I want to reach in my little bag and toss him the orb. He catches it. So this is what it was all for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, For those of you listening on the podcast, this is when I grabbed the the stuffed strawberry. (laughs) Right. Stressberry. So, this is what. Ah, uh, I. I hope you were worth it. 
Hope so, too. I shook it real hard, but I didn't hear nothing inside. I imagine it's empty now. But if the research that we've done is true, I should know how to use it. Or we should. Or you should. Of course, that, that's the plan. But time is of the essence, because we've got reports that the, the council is sending forces to, to level the city and us with it. Any oh. council members supposed to be coming with them? Um, our reconnaissance doesn't show any council members there. The forces seem to be three um, army ships loaded down with orc infantrymen and mages. I know you fought those before. Duncan tells me that you fought some at the gate. Um, but we need to get prepared. Yeah, Arlo's got this expression of, ah, <laughs> ain't nothing. What do you intend to do with the orb? Are, are we just going to activate it and keep you all safe? And slip away while you're in the orb? Right. That's the plan. Sort of. So the way we've learned that this orb works is, of course, you know that our goal is to encapsulate, ideally, the whole city. We've pretty much turned this, the whole city of Buckland into a staging area for, think, operations of servants of the scale. Um, and at this point, he's kind of like walking you back into the house as he's having this conversation. You know, he, his big dining room is where they do all this planning and stuff. And you remember the maps and the different things he has on the wall and all of his research and stuff. And he's walking you back in there and he's kind of giving you the plan. He says, so we we want to get everyone inside of the orb, the whole city, ideally. And of course, in a perfect world, myself and, and Corinne and, and Tork and Kate and some of some of the rest of us would stay outside the orb with you to direct what goes on out here, but also we need this orb to travel a great distance. Currently, I, my desire is to travel from here back to the mainland and to the very north of the mainland continent. There's a forest, a deep wooded forest called Medine's Brow, where I believe we could possibly conceal the whole area that we want to take and hide it almost in under the nose of the council near the capital. Um, of course, hiding a full city will be difficult and there will be things that we'll have to do, but we also hear tell that there's a, a, a guerrilla force in that forest trying to cut down the ranks of the council's army um, ranks, trying to cut down the number of their soldiers that they have as well. So, our goal is to move it that far. So a crew of eight people transporting a whole city, uh, I don't think that would be the safest option. What we're proposing is that you allow all of us to stay inside the orb, to continue our research, continue reading, continue do learning the things that we can learn, and you all travel with the orb to the north of the mainland, getting us to safety. We feel that you could conceal yourself better in smaller, in smaller numbers, but I don't know how you feel about that. I assume that was the plan all along. We're gonna need a boat and a and a gun. I was under the impression that there was a remote activation of some sort, and that you would just pick up the city and put it in your pocket. I didn't realize you'd be inside as well. For what we know of the item, is that. Life can continue as is within the orb. There will be no shortage of oxygen. There will be no shortage of, of life-giving things. We can continue to farm. We can continue to build. We can continue to heal those of us who've been injured. Um, 
life can should be able to continue with, within the orb. It will give us the time we need to do the things that we can do. Obviously, going and venturing is your expertise. Not, not to derail the world itself, but wouldn't Justine take the orb very easily? After transporting you all there to Melora's quiver and back, Justine has been very fatigued. Um, we don't know a lot about her power, um, but what we do know is that it took a lot out of her. She's been recovering for days now. She's been sleeping for days now. Um, the possibility of her taking and transporting us and a whole city's worth of people inside the orb, we don't know exactly how that would work. And I, I fear that even compressed into this this magical ball, the the weight of what's inside is remains the same, uh, magically, emotionally, spiritually speaking, if that makes sense. Of course, the orb will not be 10 trillion tons or whatever, but it will bear the spiritual weight of all the souls within. Well, now, when, when, when do we want to when we want to turn the orb on? Um, yesterday would be ideal. Uh, mm-hmm. The ships, the ships are nearing landing distance. They will be landing on the shore, hopefully not within hours, but certainly within the next day. Um, there are preparations that need to be made and plans that need to be made. Duncan is in charge of def- is in charge of defending the city, and. He has requests of you as well. But from what we know of the orb, and this will be how I prime the plan before he begins to speak with you, what we know of the orb is that there's a depression on the outside that while held down, an area of effect, a glowing dome, a glowing sphere will appear around the orb. And the the, the longer it's depressed, the greater that area will grow. And whenever you release it, that area will be what is absorbed inside of the tiny orb. And so what we need to do is to protect the person holding it until such a time as the radius gets to a point where we need it to get. We'll place flags around the city, one at the far edge of the south gate and one at the far edge of the north gate. That way the user can know whenever the radius has passed the point that it needs to pass. Also, whoever... Whenever the button is or the depression is depressed originally, whoever is touching the orb at that time will be negated from its use. So whatever we do in defense of the city while this begins to happen, apparently happens quite slowly. Uh, the four of you will lay your hands on the orb. One of you will depress it, and we'll have to defend the city, presumably if the forces are here by then, until the radius is wide enough. To consume everything we needed to consume. I know this is very technical speak, but you all are the ones doing this thing for us. Well, Orcs is on the way, coming on the floater boat. I could get us back to the mainland, at least as far as Fark. But then we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hoof it from there. You mean once once everyone is inside? Well, right, right, right. But. You said it's going to take a while. How long do you suppose it's going to be? You'll have to cross the entirety of the mainland if you're only going as far as Fark. It will, unless you can find a way to travel more quickly, um, it will, it will be many days' journey. I think he means the expansion of the globe. Oh, is that what you mean? How long is it going to be? Well, no, no. I'm talking about well, 
look, we got one problem to deal with right now. That's the orcs that come across on the boat. Yep. Let's deal with that one first. Get out the way. Get everybody sucked up in a little ore bubble. And then we'll we'll deal with everything else once we get out of danger. Right. Can, I, we, can we do that? We'll do that. That is, that is my plan. My, my goal is to, as soon as we can, get started on getting everyone inside. Uh, you arriving with these with this Golnock tribe has thrown a bit of a monkey wrench into the situation. But, of course, we will take any survivors of any horrible thing that's going on. Fear not. Um, but once preparations are made, we, we will be able to begin at, at once. I'm reaching for the little orb thing. Can you describe the warships as, as much as you know about their construction? <laughs> I believe there's I'm so sorry that <laughs> Is there a dynamite shaped hole? <laughs> <laughs> that, sorry, that, that immediately hit me as the equivalent of like uh, you guys walk into a tavern, there's a dude and the, there's like six people here. What are all their names? <laughs> Where are they from? How is, um, how's it all? Uh, as far as the warships, I believe they're just common the the military ships that the council and their continental army uses um, any given time. They are ships that are propelled by sails, large, wooden, wood, made of wood. Made of wood? Yes, made of wood and, and metal. You know, some metal, but mostly wood. Hmm. Soaking pitch, most likely. Most likely. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you fly? Yeah, come on, there, Graham. Come Can on. you carry someone while you're flying? How can you fly? As a bird, or can you just fly? Graham. You're trying to get to the float heels together. I'm going to try to get to the float boat. I'll get you to the float I forgot about that. I'll get you to the float boat. So, are you thinking of dropping yourself onto a, a warship with hundreds of orcs and orc mages? You see, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I've picked up a few things. <laughs> Warship is a subjective term. <laughs> if Arlo can get me close enough, I don't necessarily need to land on the boats. I could just drop a stick of dynamite or two onto the boat and potentially negate the problem before it's a problem. So this is like okay. the bird above a freshly washed car kind of approach? Just gonna, gonna drop down some some nest right down the boat. More along the lines of a desert wasp over. Ah, uh, but you're trying to have the sphere Ooh. encompass the city before the orcs arrive, correct? I, I do not believe our preparations will be made to begin and before the orcs, if with that amount of time before the orcs arrive. I'm telling you that they're very close. But what I am saying is that I believe that with the appropriate defense, we can buy enough time to consume the whole city. Could, now correct me if the orb does not work this way, but could I stand here depressing the depression Yes. until the orb is expanded and then the rest of my team comes and touches the orb before I release it? Will they be outside the sphere when it collapses or if we're outside the sphere whenever he lets it go that's true if if you're outside the sphere whenever he releases the depression you should of course escape the consuming of the orb i believe that the way as stated in the books we've read is that you must be touching the orb at the initial depression 
Um, you, of course, could test this theory, but if you test it incorrectly, uh, your any number of your friends would be consumed within the orb. Worst case scenario, and you will be alone. I see. Well, then we'll leave them outside the radius if they're going to be uh, returning fire to the ships. Um, should we start sooner than later, and we can go ahead and start engulfing the city with the orb, and they can delay the ships. I, I have no way of reaching the ships in the water, so and neither does arrows, to my knowledge. I would urge uh, you at least to plan with Duncan before we begin. Um, he knows more about the nature of the warships coming across. He has served more up close and personal with the orcs and their army. Um, so I would urge you to at least discuss with him his plans. He has formulated a map for defense. He has ideas for each of you uh, for defense of the city. Of course, good ideas are good ideas, and you may change his mind. But he has thought of a few things, and he knows more about these warships that are on their way. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's been a long day. I think we could all use a little bit of a rest so we can uh, approach this with a fresh mind in the morning. I, I don't know if we have a time to rest. I, I, I fear by morning we will, we will be beset. We will be, we will be in the middle of this. That's what I was afraid of. All right, boys. How y'all want to divvy it up? Uh, let's go talk to Duncan, I say, before anything else. <clears throat> As you say that, <laughs> the door swings open <laughs> at the front door. Of hey! the and you hear, Did someone say Duncan? Uh, oh, but before we get <laughs> caught up in the Duncan storm, you wouldn't happen to have an armory or something of that nature. Yes, I'm a bit yes. I don't, like, open my trench coat. <laughs> Unadorned. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he motions to one of the attendants standing in the hallway, and he says, uh, please, some go and fetch Jack here a, a chest plate. Heavy. Whatever you've got that's heavy. Something heavy. And he, <laughs> I want a little bit more than that. He runs off and goes to fetch you a chest plate. Yeah, we're going to have to get more go-go garments before we leave. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I guess this is this is the huddle. Where yeah, Duncan is. Duncan, oh, yeah, I'm freezing cold right now. Yeah, this, yeah it's really cold here. Um, Albert says like we have. Put an eye out. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it looks like some of you are wearing these already, but we we Stylishly. have we have gathered some of Buckland's finest go-go garments um, for the travels, making sure there were plenty made. Would Would you like your clothing replaced? That'd be great. Okay. Uh, someone also replace Jack's clothing, please. Um, Duncan, I give the floor to you for your tactical uh, explanation. So, Duncan comes in. <laughs> with his That's dwarven, the whole story right yeah, there. <laughs> with his dwarven boots and his fur vest with his tatted up arms, he walks in. Um, this is the mayor of Buckland, mind you. Um, he walks in... And he finds, uh, I'll put this map up, he unfurls a map of his own design. Drawn in crayon. <laughs> it's probably like ornately drawn in crayon. <laughs> yes. So, he says, First of all, welcome back, fellas. How was your trip to Malora's Quiver? Terrible. I'm just looking at him. Subjectively terrible, yeah. I was on fire. Excellent, Arlo. Excellent. <laughs> well done. 
No good adventure ends without at least one member of the party being on fire. You know what, Duncan? I'm going to remember that. Will Excellent. that not show up in the window capture thing? Uh, I'll put it up there later. Okay. I'll put. It, I'll do it in post. Ooh. Nice. Anyway, he unfurls his... He unfurls his map. He says, This is what I'm thinking. The orcs will be here moment... Maybe may more than a few moments, but in the grand scheme... They'll be here quickly. Mm-hmm. This is a map of the city. At the south, we've got the southern wall. There's a western gate and an eastern gate. We're not going to have to worry too much about the eastern gate. Uh, the, the, the sea comes up too far. I don't expect these warships or their landing craft will be able to land over there. Now, they may get sneaky, but I've got a plan for that as well. Also, if you have any questions or concerns, stop me at any moment. Otherwise, I'll tell you my full plan. The, the western gate here on the left, that's where I've drawn all these arrows. The western gate is where I believe will be our breaking point. I believe that they'll be coming through. They'll try to overwhelm us at the western gate, and they'll be pushing through there. Most of our fighting will be on the other. Will be probably within the courtyard. Uh, that's where we'll have most of our archers poised with the teeth from the blinkses that you found earlier. By the way, thank you very much. We've been practicing. Archers are doing a lot better. We appreciate you very much. Uh, well, of course, as you know. The western wall extends up until the forest uh, to the west, and the eastern wall extends up into the lake on the western side of the, the city property. Uh, again, if they send any, if they send any covert squads outside of the normal large group of people, I imagine they'll either come across the lake or through the forest. But I think the lion's share of blood will be right past the western gate. So here's what I'm thinking. From what I know of you. Arlo, I know you've got powerful magics. And I know you know the earth well. I believe... Now this is just me spitballing here. I think you might need to be the one to to hold the orb. Because on the off chance that someone gets through. On the off chance that we fail. And a force approaches us. I've seen you transform into things. I've seen you do. Cr- I've seen you do wild and crazy things with your body. I feel <laughs> <laughs> only in my dreams, brother. I swear. <laughs> I told you not. <laughs> no, I just. I know you have powerful magics. If there was one person who could stand alone and protect the orb, I believe it would be you, Jack. Well, I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And. You don't think we have eight hours to get Arlo back up to full fighting form? It's, based on our intelligence, it's possible we could squeeze eight hours of rest into you if you need it. I well, fear we'd be... Arlo's great. Right, I'm like, <laughs> starts laying down I, right I, here. I fear we'd be deep into the fighting, or at least beginning the fight by then, but anyway, Arlo's job is... Of course it's up to you. We'll put your thumb on the orb and tie it to your hand. <laughs> Not against it. Who knows? Grim, I know that you love to punch. I figured that you would be with me, meeting the meat of the forces as they come through the gate. Kate and Torque will be on, leading the archers, firing, blinking some of the nasty bookers out of existence. But we'll need someone ready to, to bathe in the blood of the enemy alongside me, and I think that you're good to lead our men in that area. Again, if you have any questions or concerns, please stop me. I mean, you can't. I mean, I I can go for some blood. Eros, 
Jack. My thought would be put in, putting Jack, at least, in charge of our squad, uh, manning closer to the full hammer mine, taking care of the forest or the lake, any stragglers that may come through sneaky-like. And of Eros, of course, you can be an aid to Jack. These trickier people coming through the woods, I imagine that maybe you could figure something out to help us be a little more covert um, with your magics. Um, so I picture, to, to summarize my plan, I picture Jack, Eros, in the northern side, near the high, near the mine, protecting us from any straggling squads. Each of you will have a force of men at your command. Grim, I picture you with me, with the brunt of our forces, taking on the enemy at the main gate with Tork and Kate, manning the archer's position. And Jack, or Orlo, I believe that you will be best suited to press the button and possibly transform in maybe a giant tree or a, a group of eagles or something amazing to keep the orb safe in the end. And of course, if the orb consumes some of the the forces, we'll be able to hand, handle them from within, inside the orb, God forbid. Gods forbid. Multiple gods forbid. All of them forbid. Duncan, mate, it's, it sounds like you got a, a glorious plan, lots of battle, things like that, but what it... It took what, me a long time to draw this man. I know, I know. And I, it's, it's beautiful. I like the colors. I like the colors. Uh, but, um... You mentioned earlier, what if we just what if we just got rid of the boat? I'm gonna pull up a stick of dynamite. Do you know what this is, Duncan? What's that? It's dynamite. Mm. It's quite a powerful explosive. Excellent. I'm certain that um I've got plenty of these. Well we I, I have uh, I think the bulk of our share, but we all have uh a handful of these, I believe. Um, if Arlo can get me over the boat, I could light these and drop them and potentially eliminate the issue before it makes landfall. How many of, how many orcs do you believe those sticks of dynamite could kill? Well, they could probably sink the boats themselves. Do orcs swim real good? You know, particularly the well-armored ones? Yeah. I imagine the well-armored ones would probably struggle to swim. My only fear is that these warships are loaded down with landing craft. So if well, those you don't, don't swim too good. If you don't get them all, if, if you're able to completely destroy the ships, maybe. But I fear that I mean, these are well-trained orcs. If After one or two explosions, if, if they still survive, I fear that they may vomit all of their landing craft out and we may still have people to deal with now. If you feel it, you could thin out the forces. That is, of course, worth a shot. And you all... You all... The, Retrieve the orb. Your your expertise is, seems to be combating the evils of the world. So, wow, we went world straw, didn't we? Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I believe that if you have a, a good idea, what is going on? <laughs> is Brain it, damage. Is it um, nighttime? Now? Yeah. It's it's twilight. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it um, is. If so. You, <laughs> Well, Arlo may not need to fly me if you could turn into a oh, sea creature. I'll tell you what. I'm not a master strategist, but I can see something here. Y'all follow me down. Follow me down. Will do. I lean down. If I can get, Graham, if I can get you, Arrows, and Duncan out there on the boat, and y'all just destroy many of them as you can with what you got. And then I'll stay here and take a nap. 
And then, Jack, you start working on the button mashing. Arla. As now, if anybody else gets here before y'all get back, well, then we'll deal with them if there's any stragglers. But then I'll be fully rested. And then y'all should be back by then as well. How are they going to get back from the sunken ship? I'm going to touch each of them on the shoulder. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the whole group right here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast Windwalk. So... Windwalk, as described outside of game earlier, and you will now hear now, is basically a mighty fart. <laughs> I will read it briefly. You and up to ten willing creatures. This is, I'm just doing everybody in the room. You can see within a range, this is 30 feet, that's us, um, assume a gaseous form for the duration, appearing as wisps of cloud. While in this cloud form, a creature has a flying speed of 300 feet and a resistance to damage from non-magical weapons, only action a creature can take in this form are the dash actions, so you can dash and get it quicker, uh, or to revert to its normal form. So you can switch back and forth at will. It takes one minute to go from like a solid form to a gaseous form, and you just, your fart cloud, so you can go wherever you want to, it lasts eight hours. And you can go back and forth. You can, at will, you can go between like, hey, it's me, and then uh, I'm fart cloud. <laughs> so... It takes one minute to go between the forms. Okay. Last eight hours. Spell is cast. It is not concentration. Good night, everybody. Or let's go take a nap. <laughs> so. So Duncan can go. Arrows can go. And Grim can go. That should be enough to take care of some ships. Jack, you can start working on the button push. I can do that. I'll, I'll, I'll use my Arlo voice. And, and I I can sit outside town where the bubble won't affect me, and then I can get some rest. And then when they get back, we'll release the thing. If anybody else is still here, we'll deal with them. If we still need to defend them off, we'll deal with that. If not, we'll just get out of here. Arlo, I am not a destructive guy. I am more of an illusion or a distraction. I cannot do that much destruction. So if if you're going to expect me... Alone to do to kill a boat that is not going to happen. Arrows, I believe in you. Don't believe in I me. I believe in you. I'm half dead right now. You I'm do not believe. I'm looking up there and I'm going. I believe in you. <laughs> Arrows, um, perhaps you could stay behind with me. We, I won't be able to move from the position I'm in. So you could be my runner if anything needs to happen. Sweet. But you okay. got to hold the button, and if he's not touching it, well, we could all. He can get to the outside of the circle. We, you can still okay. give him the uh, wind walk thing so that he can to the outside. And if I outside. do see any enemies, I can surprise attack or become a gash of fart. Or if that doesn't work, I can become invisible. It does take six turns, though. Yeah. To yeah. become a fart. Ten turns. Oh, yeah. Ten, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we, all of us, touch the orb when it starts? That way we can just be immune to it straight out, solve that issue. And then... The only other issue I see with this plan, the the gaseous form thing is quite wonderful. I think that'll work I agree. brilliantly. Excellent spill. My uh, dynamite seems to only have a 30-second fuse, though. And if it takes us a little bit of time to revert back into the cloud form once we've made, you know, landing on the boats, uh, we'll need a way to extend that time a little bit. Or get off the boat. Well, if the orcs realize what it is and tosses it off the boot, 
Well, then that's when y'all improvise a little bit. We'll have to find a secluded space. I have no doubt that some amongst this group can destroy anything they put their mind to. <laughs> Not me. I've never seen this dynamite in action, and you boys, I'm willing to follow you into the breach. But I've got a whole city to look after. And what you're asking me to do is covertly destroy a boat with hundreds of enemies aboard. I'm talking, I'm not exaggerating when I say hundreds of orcs and, you know, tens, twenties of orc mages ready to throw fireballs and, and scorching rays at my people. I want assur- I need assurances that this plan is the best plan. Can you hold your breath, Duncan? I'm able to hold my breath, absolutely. For how long? Back when I was in grade school, I won the <laughs> hold my breath competition. We all went out into the lake and held my breath for a minute and 45 seconds. I can hold my breath. breath. <laughs> That's perfect. I sink like a rock, though, brother. That's fine. <laughs> so listen, addendum, amendment to the plan. Is there a way that we could detonate the dynamite? Like, like in a, an exterior catalyst that would set off the initial explosion I wonder, underneath I wonder now we're burning daylight here a little bit but I wonder could we maybe just a fixed maybe you said we can fly as a gaseous cloud oh yeah you can fly as far could as we go maybe hours. find something sticky or adhesive and find a way to adhere the dynamite to the side of the ship that's my plan. It's dark now, so if we move quickly, we would have cover of darkness and, and, and potentially be a little bit stealthier. It would be better if we could either attack from great height or from below. Can hey, we breathe? Jack, you were reading about them floater boats, right? What's that thing in the back makes it steer one way or the other way? Oh, you mean the rudder? Well, if that's what it is, I mean, that's just a little flappy board, isn't it? Yes, it, it, it guides the ship. It, they use that to determine the direction the ship will continue moving forward. What if you just jam it up in a little flappy board? We could do that. We could or do we that. Could, or we could, I mean, we could do that. We could use glue. Anything. Do we have glue? Do we have that readily available? I mean, we've got plenty of tar and things we use in our mining operation. Arlo's like holding no, up one could. finger just like, and I'm just, I'm just going to like lay down on the ground. Arlo, if you need some rest, get your rest. We also are there health potions or or a way for? Yes, we do have a we have we have a stock supply of health potions just in case things were to go wrong. Pretty low. Um, I'm quite tired myself. I can imagine you all look pretty rough. We need to get we need to get started on this if we can. If you can do with just healing yourselves without taking a sleep, I'd I'd be grateful. I can, we can make do with that. I can be back to full form in four hours, and I can do that while holding the sphere. Excellent. I think that sounds like a good idea. So, now, do you suppose that the ships will make landfall within eight hours? I believe if they've not made it landfall within eight hours, I believe there will be minutes from shore. Well, if Arlo can regain... Oh, he's already snoring. <laughs> if Arlo can regain his full strength, can you do water elemental? Yeah. Okay. He should be able to merge with the water itself and hold them back. As a water elemental, I'm invisible underwater. That'd be great. 
Also, that can cause tidal waves and things like that. And also, all the landing craft would be easily destroyed, and the larger ships couldn't get close enough. How many people are we taking with us? If we take two, we can at least get two of the ships. Taking with us to... To destroy the ships. In the gaseous form. It sounds like it would be you and I. And we can at least destroy two of the ships and make it back safely. So we'll need a few supplies, like tar, blue, whatever. It sounds Um, as though there's no reason we couldn't do all three. We could have just placed the dynamite, let them blow, and we can apparently come back and forth into this wind. We could make it back in time to finish up the assault as you planned and have Arlo back to full strength to take care of any stragglers that remain. I do like Arlo's plan, though. Uh, Place the dynamite near the rudder. Yes. If it does not destroy the ship, it will at least delay them. Exactly. And hopefully, all so the little hand comes sticking up. Flappy board. That's my idea. <laughs> Flappy board. Now, I've got six sticks of dynamite left. I'm going to give two to you. I will keep two. Why don't we leave two here, and maybe some people can work on a, a sort of weaponized version of it. That I that believe that's a good idea. And then we do need to uh, address if pro- things go wrong, as they always do. And they do make landfall. I'm sure they will be greatly diminished. But your men will be here working anyway. I think that the Eastern Gate, did you already plan to barricade it? Yes. It should be entirely blocked off by as much rubble, garbage, anything you can throw on it. If they're not going to send that many people, then there's, there's no way they could breach that gate. We've got top men on it. Good. Top men. Men. <laughs> um, and then... As a second... And women. A second idea. A, se- a second idea. <laughs> Give me your accent. You kind of get into it, though. Yeah. As a second idea, if they do circumvent the western gate and they decide to go for the forest, we should be prepared to burn it. I agree. If it can save us, if it can delay them even an hour... Uh, burn time that they can't get through it. That's another hour of city that the orb can expand over. Arlo peels himself up off the floor. Hold on, hold on, hold on now. What? Go to sleep, Arlo. We've got, we got to finish this planning and you've got to get your rest. The only problem with burn is if we have, we need to be prepared to burn, we've got to be prepared to put it out because if they're, if the forest is ablaze when it goes in the orb, I don't believe it's going to stop when it enters. This will be... Wait, fellas, wait. To get back to fart, I have to use a tree to teleport the uh, tree. Would, would the tree not go with the town itself anyway? These aren't, these aren't the only trees near. We'll find another tree if you need yeah, All these trees are going to be I'm inside the I'm just saying orb. don't burn the whole forest. It's just the those dense trees along the side of... Yes. Uh, the mine. We, we'll have a tree, and if not, we'll, we'll have, have a way tr- to get back yeah. either way. Arlo is just like blinking one eye at a time. He's like, I, yeah, I'll stay Okay, all right. All right, so I give you, Duncan, two sticks of dynamite. He grabs them. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to fish in my bag, and I'm going to pull out one, and I'm going to like smack it up on Grim's leg. Like, okay, I yeah, grab it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to have <laughs> three. Dead. All right, so... Um, I'm actually, I'm going to give Duncan four. Okay. Um, two of these are for you, and two are to 
take to someone to weaponize. Like you would know this town better than Very I well. You know who can do that. Where are the the health potions? I need to do that immediately before we leave. You and I will go grab some supplies from the from the barracks back here. Uh, after that, we'll go. Come with me. We'll grab some pitch. We'll grab some tar. We'll get all the things we need, and you will. You and I will can poof right. Well, we'll come back, regroup, and then everybody will go on to their ways. Eros. Yes. I want to use my lay on hands and dump all forty-five points of my healing pool into him. Nice. Oh, sweet. Cool. Well, up to your maximum health if that yeah. surpasses that. Not. To you don't happen to have rest. anything that can deal with exhaustion, so 45? do you? Um, like an inner energy huh? boost. Yeah, like <laughs> maybe. We'll deal with energy. that momentarily. <laughs> Men, it sounds like we know our jobs. We know what we need to do. We'll let Arlo sleep. Jack, prepare yourself to begin. Albert will be here, back here momentarily. It's getting a few other things prepared. We'll all gather back here in the in in the mission room uh, in 15 minutes. Once we've returned, we'll all go our separate ways. Get this thing taken care of. What do you see? I just need someone to tell me when to push the button. Absolutely. I need a new sword. Kate took mine. And a chest plate! Yeah. <laughs> someone took my sword, so... <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to go sleep in that corner over there. Don't Jack, fall asleep just yet. We'll need you. Jack, a, qu- a quick side note with you. And I just want to pull him over to the side real quick. Um, Jack, was you reading that? That book that shows you the monster pieces. Yes. Oh, yes, I'm supposed to be teaching you how to read. Although there's just been so much going on. Well, no, 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 no. There was something in that book that you said you couldn't read. Oh, yes. How does that work? I think that it put the language associated with the creature in it. I feel as though perhaps it came from another world, so we got a language from another world. Mm. So there's... You mean so there's things you can't read? Yes, there's several different types of languages. Oh, shoot. After the orb collapses, we'll get a book out and we'll we'll try and teach you to read the common language to start with. Yes, uh, brothers. Uh, people I, are going to be reading our tombstones if we don't get this started. I wanted to, like, reach in my hat and just pull out a random book and I'm like, can you read this one? Can I read that one? Yes. I believe I can read that one. You yes, can read, I can that, read one. that one. You show me how to read this one? I can. All right. Thank you. What does the title say? <laughs> well, that's... That's up to Keith. The title is... D- doubling Up Your Damage. <laughs> how to Be Two Nights at Once. <laughs> Actually, Arlo... That's an interesting book you have, Keep that one a little bit separate from the rest of them. Pull that one out next time. Well, it's got lots of pictures in it. Um, yes, probably. All right. Fighting forms and stuff. Go, go to go to sleep. Let's see. All right. <laughs> it seems like we might have a plan. Find out how it goes next week on Dungeon Boys. <laughs>